Hey, it's another day in real estate with Mitty Matthews from the Arbor Move team, and as always, our very own Clayton Kendrick from Academy Mortgage. We are your realtors, we're your mortgage pros, your teachers and guides on this home buying journey. Welcome to the podcast where we help you fall in love with the process of buying or selling a home. Always bringing you helpful information along with some fun and interesting stories from the real estate world. Remember to subscribe to our channel for your weekly bite of real estate. Good day, everybody. It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, We took a little break from the summer for uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, work, actually. We were knee-deep in work this summer, and uh, it's uh, it's still pretty happening out there. The real estate market is crazy, um, but not as bad as it was. It was hard to get some folks into homes, so we're past that hump, and uh, real estate's sort of... um, I would say leveling out. We are talking from to you from September 30th, 2021. Uh, today, we're going to talk about home inspections versus home appraisals. This is kind of a an ongoing question I get from my um, buyers, uh, what the difference is. Just for starters, the home inspection is something that the buyers purchase to make sure this home is what you're expecting and there aren't any unforeseen problems. So we pay the, the buyer pays for that. Actually, the buyer pays for the appraisal too, although sometimes it may be sort of wrapped into other fees. But the home appraisal is for the bank. And it's sort of like an inspection, but it's more for the worth of the house. They should not be looking for things that are wrong with the house, although I've come across that recently. Um, so what happens with the home inspection and the home appraisal and timeline of this entire uh, process? Well, at 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 the at the onset that they should be they should be ordered about the same time. The minute this prop the property goes under contract, you should order the appraisal, um, and you should order the inspection. Now they're going to happen at two different times. The appraisal takes a little bit longer to get done. Some people like to order the appraisal after they've gotten past the inspection because these are two contingencies that have to be um, two loop hoops that we have to jump through in order to get to that closing table. Uh, but and and kind of the major ones. These are both of the major ones, and sometimes. Uh, but if you are ordering an, an appraisal after the inspection period is done, I mean, you can always cancel an appraisal. You're just extending the process. So I like to have them ordered at in tandem because the inspection usually happens long before that, and ins- the appraiser actually gets out there at least like a week before. Even if you order them at the same time, appraisals are having are a little bit backed up right now. And uh, they're harder to come by. So let's talk about the home inspection, and then we'll all talk about the appraisal. Um, the home inspection, let's go over that again, is ordered by either the home buyer or the agent. Uh, you know, we uh, we as agents uh, do home inspections all the time. So knowing that I've got a good inspector is probably um, part of my appeal as an agent. You want to make sure that uh, the uh, the the inspection and the inspector is somebody who's good, qualified, knows what he's doing. He isn't uh, looking for things just to uh, just to look for things. He's, he's, he's telling you about the house. There's two parts of the home inspection. I tell every home buyer is that you're going to this inspection with two intentions to make sure that you're buying something that you, that is exactly what you thought you were buying and to learn about your house because your, your inspector can tell you 
Um, you know, this is the age of your furnace. This is how it works. This is how it looks. Maybe have somebody come clean it out or things of that nature. I mean, you're buying a used house. You have to think about it like a used car. It's going to have some dings and scratches. You can't really expect them to go back and have that all polished up for you. You're buying a used house. Now, if you're buying a new house, I would still say have an inspection. The inspectors themselves will tell you there's a lot of new builds that are not doing things correctly or have some things that really should be corrected because now you're buying, you should be buying a perfect new home. But for the most part, most homes are uh, resale. So your uh, home inspection is to determine the property condition and your inspector should give you a report and it should be completed on a timely manner within like 48 hours of having the inspection themselves. Now, on a lot of um, contracts, your contract should say how long you have for this inspection period. And that's not the time that it takes to have the inspection, but that's the time it takes to, for you to come back and say, we would like this to be fixed or not. And if that time period goes, gets away from you, you have, you've, you've lost your ability to ask for anything. So make sure that you are staying within your contract bounds and you are getting that inspection done long before that due date, which is usually seven to 10 days, um, which is pretty tight because that homeowner wants to put that back on the market if, if this is going to fall through on the inspection, which happens occasionally, not that often in my business, I think it's fall. My house has fallen. One of my houses, one of my purchases has fallen apart at the inspection. Only, only one time, I think one time that I can remember. And that was um, a pretty major, major thing. The uh, foundation of this house was crumbling. And as it turns out, this house was built in a very uh, sandy neighborhood where it wasn't alone. All of its surrounding houses that were being sold were also having the same problem. The foundation needed to be completely redone. And we're talking even on a smaller home, $40,000. And it was more than my client wanted to uh, absorb, obviously. Um, So we are determining the property condition. You'll get a report from your inspector that should have photos and telling you, you know, what could use uh, updating what, you know, and, and these aren't things that the current homeowner needs to do necessarily. These are not things that are wrong. These are things that you need to know when you purchase that, you know what, expect in the next 10 to 15 years that you're going to need a new roof. And it's part of homeownership. So don't freak out if it's like in the next five years, five years is a fair period of time. So if that roof isn't leaking, if there's nothing really wrong with it, it's not something that we can ask for them to fix because you'd like a new roof. You've got to keep these things in mind. And 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 an inspection, you know, if you have an unreasonable buyer, it can fall apart at that point too. It's got to be that you understand that you are not buying a perfect house and there will be some aging things. There will be an older furnace possibly or older roof. As long as nothing is crumbling below you or above you, um, most of the things get sort of, okay, then, you know, that's something we might have to pay for in the next 10 years. I mean, what are we talking about? A furnace is, you know, $900 or something. It's certainly not worth leaving a house that you're in love with, is it? Okay. So let's talk about how much your inspection costs. Um, I've got a sheet here that says my inspection should cost 350 to 550. I think that would be on the average um, for an average size home. Uh, but I've had homes sold that were 10,000 square foot and it, and it had two, it had a pool, but it also had an outside, um, 
like a built-in hot tub that actually had the same workings inside this pool room as the pool had. So it really had two functioning pools and the pool was an inside pool. It also had an elevator. So we're talking about like this guy, the inspector had to inspect a lot more than he would on a standard home. So that inspection, I'm sure it was in the $1,000 to $1,200, you know, it's a million dollar home plus, um, So, you know, expect that like if the house is bigger and it has more, it may cost more. But most of the inspections I see are usually in the four to five hundred dollar range. If it's a small condo uh, where the inspector does not have to go outside and inspect a roof because that's part of the condo association or any other exterior stuff. You know, you're you might be talking more in the three fifty range, especially, you know, condos can be such a simple inspection as long as, you know, all the mechanicals are working and, you know, he checks things like the kitchen cabinets and make sure everything, nothing's loose and and all sorts of things like that. Um, the home inspection and, um, we should just hit on what to expect on a standard home, somewhere between an hour to two. I've had inspectors inspect a house that takes, you know, three hours. Sometimes I wonder, are they just spending time to justify the price? Um, I don't think a home inspection should take more than two hours if there's nothing unusual on the property, you know, um, I've had a home inspection take three hours because there was an external building that had heat. Uh, it was a garage, but it was a four car. So it was being used for, you know, could be used for other things and it had heat, um, and electrics all in it. So, you know, there were two uh, electric boxes to check things of that nature. So, um, Yeah. So the home inspection can take longer, a little condo, you might get done in 45 minutes. Uh, there's just not that much to see in there and to inspect. He will inspect all the windows and everything else. Sometimes the windows are part of the condo association. So that's not even something that you can really, um, expect to ask for if there's anything wrong. Um, let's see. So We've gone over this. So most of the buyers have, most of my contracts will have a 10 day inspection period. So at, at the 10 day mark, we have to ask for any fixes that we need, or we've forfeited the right to do so. Um, and the inspection, I mean, in most parts, I would like an inspection report to be back in 24 hours. There are times when it takes a little longer depending on the property. So just make sure that your expectations on that are right. So you need to, you would want to have that inspection done a couple days before that uh, deadline for sure. Although you don't need the report so much if you were there at the inspection and, I've had uh, a lot of places where realtors have told me that they don't attend the inspections and their clients maybe don't even attend the inspections. So I'm like, who goes to this thing? Just the inspector. I think it's important as the, as the buyer to walk around with your inspector and make sure that you listen to everything he has to say. Um, I was a listing agent on a home and they were going to send the inspector out um, without an agent, which I don't adhere to. I I wouldn't allow that. So I said, I'll be there at the inspection. Um, So I was at their inspection um, when the homeowners were not really following the inspector around. When the inspection, when their uh, list of uh, asks came back, I found that there were things on there that had I been the buyer's agent, I might have asked for something else because I followed that inspector around. I wanted to hear what he had to say. So um, I think that's an important thing to do to really to really utilize the inspection 
uh, to the best that you can. You've paid for it. You've paid for this guy to walk through this house and to tell you about it and to show you the workings of the house and make sure that you understand what you're buying and that uh, when he walks out that door that day, first off, you can still get a hold of him. And second, that um, that you know how to maintain your home. Uh, you know, that's something you're paying for on that inspection and, and, and you can ask him questions if you need to. So let's talk about the appraisal for a minute. This is, this is an anomaly in my business. I think that it's sometimes hard to, uh, hard to understand why, uh, why these appraisal come, appraisals come in low and, um, and, and it's related to why you get a local, uh, lender. Um, my last appraisal came in, my low appraisal came in $50,000 low on just a $400,000 house. Um, it was a, uh, a loan from Quicken and their appraiser didn't even go to the house. They paid some realtor to go take a couple pictures. Um, and the, he then pulled comps that had no business being comps for this house. This is sort of out in the, in the, in the country. It's got five acres. It's got a stream that runs through it. Um, and they pulled houses from downtown that made no sense at all and brought that appraisal price down. So we divorced the lender. Actually, the lender's the one who gets hurt on those bad appraisals. And, um, we found a, a local, uh, local lender and hopefully we're still waiting on that appraisal to come back. We're hoping on that, that we're not having any issues. Now, how much does your appraisal cost? All right. Well, the appraisals typically cost 350 to 500, somewhere in the you know, same, same price range. And you do pay for that. Um, some people, some banks and, and have the, the home buyer pay for that up front because, you know, if the thing falls apart, they still want to get paid for that appraisal that the bank then had to pay an appraiser to do. Um, and some have you pay at the closing table. I think that's a little bit more rare. Uh, you just have to get burned a couple times on that before you figure out that it's best to have your, your buyers buy, pay for that up front. Now, if I have to divorce a lender because the appraisal's low, my client's going to have to pay for another, I mean, I'm not divorcing, obviously the client is, but my client's going to have to pay for another appraisal. Uh, and the appraisal is the reason that um, the first lender didn't work out to begin with. So these appraisals um, are really sort of the the, the biggest underlying um, stopgap for the home purchases right now. And, you know, the lender will only lend on the amount that the appraiser claims the house is worth. And that appraisal is a, a, an opinion of value. It really is. And in my business, we say, you know, the home is worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. Um, and of course you're using the bank's money. So the bank doesn't want you to throw that around. So I kind of get that entirely. I wish there was like, so, you know, maybe even a 2% or 5% built in, um, a variable that just, you know, if the appraisal came in within that range, it was still, we would still lend on that house. And the, the lending on the house is, um, it's not, it's with your five, 10, 20% down, um, also taken into account. So it's not like they will lend on 20,000 less. They, they really won't. Um, they'll lend on the total appraisal fee, uh, the appraisal amount. So that's, uh, that's, um, that's kind of where we are with the appraisals. Um, the appraisal report should be delivered within five to seven days. We are seeing two week delays. Um, this is another reason why now is the best time to get these appraisals done, like get them ordered the minute you go under contract, because first off, you can't even get the appraisal out there, appraiser out there to the house. Secondly, you, uh, you got a delay after the appraiser gets done with his, his deal. So 
there's a time delay on that. So hopefully you uh, you understand the difference between the home inspection, which is uh, sort of self-driven, self-run, and the home appraisal, which is then done by your bank and ordered by the bank. It has to be a third party. It should be somebody neutral who is not, you know, they're paid for by the bank or you, but they're a neutral party. They are not hired and um, they're, uh, they're not um, hired by the bank. Um, directly. They're not uh, employees is what I'm looking for. Um, if you have any questions or you are um, looking for a house or interested in selling, you can definitely reach us at arbormove.com. And my name is Mitty Matthews. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Thanks for joining us today. Remember to subscribe to learn a little bit more about real estate every week. Thinking of buying or selling real estate in the Ann Arbor area? Reach out to Clayton Kendrick at Academy Mortgage or me, Mitty Matthews of the Arbor Move team over here at the Moore Group. For your home search needs, head for arbormove.com and find your dream home today. Thanks for joining us today. Remember to subscribe to learn a little bit more about real estate every week. Thinking of buying or selling real estate in the Ann Arbor area? Reach out to Clayton Kendrick at Academy Mortgage or me, Mitty Matthews of the Arbor Move team over here at the Moore Group. For your home search needs, head for arbormove.com and find your dream home today.